Y'all, I have had a good sleep. I am currently drinking my coffee. I've eaten a banana. I've had my B12 supplement. You can't even handle how good this episode is gonna be. Like, I am high on life. I'm totally kidding. Well, no, I'm not kidding. Why do I always say I'm kidding? Like, I gotta stop that. Welcome back to Overzealous. I'm your host, Chelsea. Today I have an episode for you. As you can see the title, it is about some aliens. No, but seriously, this podcast is always for entertainment purposes like warning i'm talking about aliens and conspiracy theories and i feel like right now in life people aren't handling anything correctly like you can walk the wrong way in front of them and they'll freak right out so i i'm gonna like open this with a this is for entertainment purposes i am completely mystified by uh aliens any kind of new findings you know just anything. I'm I'm intrigued by the world. I like listening and learning and I like when cool things <laughs> happen in the world and even if it ends up not being true that's fine. Like this it's fine, but like it's still in the news and I'm here to talk about aliens today. <laughs> Why am I here to talk about aliens? Because honestly, while the world was freaking out about everything else as they should be, there's legitimately been someone who has spoken out about how there are aliens. And this person is a pretty highly regarded human being in that kind of area. Not only that, but I got this article from the National Post. That's a pretty reputable source in my eyes. Maybe not in your eyes, and that's totally cool, but I'm now starting to question the whole like fake news thing, right? Because now I'm like the National Post is talking about this. Here's the thing. The news's job is to give the news, right? And it's up to rest the rest of us to kind of like figure out what's real and what's not. It really is. I, I can't stand when people, you know, will see news on a news outlet. That's literally just telling you something that has or, you know, hasn't happened, whatever. It's actually telling you an action. And then people are like, how is this news? And it's like, they're just there to give you the news. It's not supposed to have emotion or a story of a lived experience inside of the news. That is up to you. That is why we have platforms like podcasts and YouTube and blogs and all that kind of stuff is because you do the research. Like, I just think we live in a world where people are like, no, that's not true. That's fake news. And I don't have to do anything to prove it right or wrong. Like, no, you, if you've got a problem with something and you know something, like, like I said in the last episode, our job is to communicate. So figure it out and communicate it. I'm going way too far out the rails. Like this is an alien podcast. Let's bring it back, Chels, because... I care way more about this alien situation than anything else. Also, I do want to point out that I am on a different microphone and I'm terrified of how this is going to work because I can see it clipping right now. I think it's a little bit louder than my other microphone, but man, am I scared, but I'm going to do this. Using new equipment basically is, is terrifying because it's like this could go completely wrong and I might end up having to just redo the entire thing and that's terrifying. I know that you think that podcasting is easy. <laughs> Each step is easy. The problem is, is that there's about a million different steps. If you're listening to a podcast that is done by your friend and you're like, how come she can't, you know, do a little better like my favorite podcast out there? It's because your favorite podcast has money backing it. Your favorite podcast is distributed on a platform that has money. It's produced by a person that has money. The graphics are made by a person who is paid. Um, the content is made by a person who is paid and the presenter is paid. In this scenario, I do all of that. It's not like YouTube. YouTube has an algorithm. It'll, it'll, it can send it out there for you. There's nothing with podcasting for that, which I kind of hope they change in the future. If they change that and I, this is one of the reasons why I'm like, I got to do this now because I need a backlog of episodes, then I'll already have about 
about a hundred podcasts on there. Does that make sense? If I started YouTube when it first came out, then by the time that they started monetizing everything and figuring out all the financials of paying people, I would have had a backlog of videos Whatever. I'm not a YouTube guru. I'm not here to talk about YouTube. Oh, I'm here to talk about aliens and I'm not an alien uh, guru either, but I just enjoy the paranormal. I enjoy asking questions and to me, everything in science points to there being aliens. And I don't like saying it as aliens. It was aliens <laughs> because then people are like, shut up. Everything points to there's something else out there. There's no possible way that we could be, you know, the only intelligent life out there. Um, I definitely have some crazy conspiracy theories. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I like making up stories to the things that I cannot explain or if math has, or physics or any, any of the scientific community comes out with new findings, it's like, oh, I want to know what that means. This world is, is math and art and we commingle it. It's trying to find a balance in that here's science and fact, and then there's also feeling and emotion and all that stuff. I'm not going to get into that because I don't have the fluttery words or the yoga training to go over that with you. Should I do a life update? Probably not. Everyone's probably like, can you effing start talking about the aliens? Runs are going good. Um, gonna dye my hair today. <laughs> what else? Let's do a quick one. I've been cleaning. Um, I've been patiently waiting the holidays because then Davis is off work and I think I'm going to force him to do more than just a podcast. I think I'm going to force him to take some pictures too. I got some funny ideas for pictures. Because I'm a jerk. Like, you wouldn't want to date me. I wouldn't date me. I'm annoying. <laughs> okay, why I'm coming to you with this alien podcast, this entertainment purposes alien podcast. So what happened? On December 8th, 2020, the National Post posted a two-minute article called Aliens Exist and They're Bunkered Down on Mars with Humans, ex-Israeli space official says. And then the subtitle is, he also says there's such a thing as a galactic federation. I have a hard time believing that because I'm so awesome, I'm pretty sure they would have asked me to be a part of it, but you know, whatever. Maybe there's something about me that's special and they need me here on Earth. He states that the United States and Israel have been dealing with aliens for years, um, and he says that the unidentified flying objects have asked not to publish that they are here and humanity is not ready yet. I will reiterate, the this is him quote, this is his quote. The unidentified flying objects have asked not to publish that they are here. I don't really understand what he means by the unidentified flying objects say that. Would you not say aliens said that? Here's my question is it's like, is it, are aliens machines? I think aliens are machines. And we're about to find out that aliens are the robots. Is that me? Is this Transformers? Are we living in Transformers? I sure hope so. Shia LaBeouf survived it. I'm sure the rest of us can too. So he also claims that Donald Trump is aware of the aliens and that he almost blew the lid off of their operation. Before I go on about all of his claims, let's talk about who said it. So the man's name is Haim Esht, and I want to apologize. I should have apologized before saying that because I'm almost certain I'm saying it wrong. The first name is spelled H-A-I-M, which I'm gonna say is Haim. It, it could be Haim. Reach out to me if you'd like to uh, correct me because I Googled it and uh, Google did not help me out on that one. So I was pretty ticked off. I like at least trying to say people's names right. I think it's the nice thing to do. It's uh, the easy thing to do in life. So Chaim E-S-H-E-D. I'm thinking it's Chaim Eshet 
but I'm going to say it him esh like a freaking idiot because I don't want to get it wrong. Like I really don't. And I think putting an, an, an accent and all that on something that you really don't know is silly. So when you don't know how it's pronounced, say it like you would in your native tongue and allow people to correct you. <laughs> Please, if you're listening to this and you know how it's said, just send me a little voice clip. It, this is how it's said. And I would, I would love that. Dr. Esh is 87 years old. Um, why do I want to mention that? Because obviously his age kind of matters, right? A 20 year old doesn't hold the same weight in authority, but also you have a different brain when you're younger. Not saying anything. I just, I like giving the facts. Like he's 87 years old. Do with that what you will. He could be smarter. It could go either way. It could mean he's got all this authority. It could mean he's got no authority. So currently he is a professor. He is a retired general in the Israel Defense Forces. He's a former director of space programs for the Israel Ministry of Defense. He has helped launch spy satellites to help provide high quality surveillance of Iran. Um, and he was an officer in the Israeli military intelligence. Dr. Esht has served in Unit 81. Unit 81 is a secret technology unit, part of the Military Intelligence Directorate, an independent service of the Israel Defense Forces. So this unit focuses on building and supplying cutting-edge technologies to Israeli combat soldiers and spies. Uh, it includes military personnel and um, also highly qualified experts in unique fields such as quantum physics, aerospace engineering, and nanotechnology. He holds a bachelor's degree in electronics engineering um, from the Israel Institute of Technology and a master's and a doctorate in aeronautical engineering. I feel like it's important to uh, point out that uh, a couple of things here. So first off, Dr. Esht is um, a writer of a book. So there are some skeptics that are like, that are saying that he is coming out with this because he's trying to sell his book, which I mean, that's fair, but it's not something that I know for a fact. So we're going to keep hoping that uh, he's right in Italians. <laughs> I think it's also important to point out that this article where this man spoke on this is was originally in Hebrew and it was translated. So I do, I, I am kind of concerned that there will be something um, missed in translation, like the part where the unidentified objects have asked us not to publish. Did they actually mean the beings themselves or is it Optimus Prime up in the sky being like, hey, yo, don't tell them anything right now. So Esch said that US President Trump is aware of the aliens and almost blew the top off the lid, but the Galactic Federation stopped him before he could. The Galactic Federation wanted to prevent mass hysteria because it believes humanity needed to, and I quote, evolve and reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are. There's still people out there who don't really understand the mask thing, so I'm not really sure, you know, like where this confidence is coming from that we might be able <laughs> to um, understand that now and be able to handle that weight. I really don't. That's the one thing that makes me question this. Really, bro? You've lived 87 years and you honestly think han humans can handle that right now? At least a third of the population of the world would have a full-on scary breakdown. The retired general also disclosed that the aliens entered an agreement with the United States. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here. Okay, so that's NBC News reported him saying that. We're not hearing it from his mouth. We're hearing it from NBC News. I just like to get all the facts in there. It doesn't matter if you care or not, like most people listening to this really just are doing it for comedic value. But like what? They signed a contract with us? Um, When you're in a marriage and one of you says us and the other one isn't involved, how mad would you be? 
Like if you're if your significant other was like, babe, we bought a house today, you'd be like, we didn't consent to effing anything. What if I find out that this Galactic Federation is real and the United States actually signed something saying they could experiment on us, I'd be first off offended that the US has that kind of power to say, yes, do this to the world. Like what? And then second, I'd be like, I wasn't involved in that. No consent given. Sorry, I've taken research <laughs> methods in school and I understand the ethical guidelines of conducting research and you my friends have not ethically conducted this research. I'm just mad already at them. There is no, we come in peace. Like, no, you did not come in peace. You came in very ornery, acting like you were the boss and you forced me to do things that I didn't want to do. And now I'm upset and I don't care if you're a machine or a being, I'm mad at you. So people asked him, Esht, what, um, why he was coming to light with this inf information now. Like, what, what, what is it about now that makes him feel confident enough to share this kind of information if you've known it for 87 years? To which he replied that it simply has to do with the academic landscape and the, and the changing of it, which I don't, like, what do you mean? He then says, if I had come up with what I'm saying today five years ago, I would have been hospitalized. He said, today there are they're already talking differently. I have nothing to lose. I've received my degrees and awards and I'm respect, respected in the universities abroad. What was five years ago? Like, did it, does he, does he think it took a pandemic to get us to be like, hey, maybe there are aliens? What was five years ago? I was still in Ontario. Holy cow. I guess it was a different landscape. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he means by talking differently. That's something I would love to ask him. Um, I mentioned that he says that he's already received his degrees and awards, so he has nothing to lose. Let's go over those awards and degrees, shall we? So I already said he holds a bachelor's degree in electronics engineering and a master's and a doctorate in aeronautical engineering. But what are the, some of these awards? I, I, I went on a full deep dive of this human for you. Not the alien thing. I went into, okay, who's this man? What is his credibility? What is to be said about him? And how do we go forward? So one of his awards is the Chief of Staff Citation. And here was the, um, the interesting one. He has won the Israeli Defense Prize. This prize is the highest civilian defense honor of the state of Israel. He's won it three times, but the reasons remain classified. He's received one of the top prizes in Israeli defense, not once, not twice, but three times. And each time, it's a secret. In my research, I would go back and forth. I'd be like, oh man, he's serious. And then I would go to, oh, he's a little um, out to lunch. And then, I mean, the awards thing really made me go like, oh, what did he win those awards for? I need to know. Okay, so back to the article in the National Post. He claims that last year, the Trump administration unveiled the sixth arm of the armed forces, the Space Force. Space is going to be the future, both in terms of defense and offense. We're now the leader on space, Trump said in May as he received the official flag of the military branch. See, that's got me questioning it because if Trump did learn about something, he would assume that we are the best at it. Like, no, we're humans. If there's something else out there, we're fucked. You're fucked. We're all fucked. I'm sorry for dropping the F-bomb so many times. Just a little digression for two seconds. I am trying to say the F word a lot less because I listen to other podcasts and I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. I love people just being real. And now there's some podcasts that I actually don't listen to anymore because they drop it so much that it's sounding like a crutch word. You know, like, um, and ah, uh, it's getting to the point where some of them, it's like, 
I think that you think you're being real, but it for me, it's too much. And I don't mean that in a, I don't like hearing the word fuck too much. It's, I don't like being able to tell that it's your crutch word. It shouldn't be every other word you say. Am I being a 33 year old, a 34? I do not know how old I am. And I realized this last night. I don't know if I'm 33 or 34. All right, back to the article. The Space Force is focused on the United States military domain and space, maintaining satellites and communication with a focus on geopolitics. Not only did he make all of these claims, but he also claimed that aliens live among us. So he's literally saying that some of us are aliens. I don't know if he means like there's humans that are aliens or maybe like I was saying earlier, machines are aliens. Which machines are the aliens then? Has anyone ever seen The Langoliers? Is that what it is? Shit, what's that movie? Oh my God, I looked it up. It's not The Langoliers, it is The Mangler. Does anyone remember that movie? Or am I the only one with a mom that legitimately let me watch horror movies like from birth? I probably am. The Mangler. It's this story by Stephen King about a machine that like freaking kills people. Maybe a machine that's killed someone before is an alien and we can blame aliens for everything instead of our own negligence. Wouldn't that be awesome? Okay, so there are people that are hearing these claims and they have their own their own thoughts on it. So, and this is from Wikipedia. So a lot of my references are Wikipedia, um, the National Post, Google, and Snopes, which I'll actually read you what Snopes says and it's pretty insane. So the first person who has commented is Isaac Ben Israel. He is a military scientist general and an ex-politician. He currently serves as the chairman of the Israeli Space Agency and National Council for Research and Development under the auspices of the Ministry of Science, Technology, and Space of Israel. Isaac Ben Israel is the current chairman of the Israel Space Agency. Uh, he claims that Esht went too far with his claims but that his seriousness shouldn't be questioned and his standing as a leader in his field remains intact. That's a little wishy-washy, no? It's, it's pretty interesting. Like, no one outright says he's wrong and no one outright says he's lying. Like, no one, no one in, that's, you know, in a decent position is denying his claims. Okay, so I went on to Snopes and looked for you know, aliens, and is this real? <laughs> Galactic Federation, NASA releases statement following alien rumors. The truth is out there, but this probably isn't it by Dan Evan. This was published December 8th, so they must have like ran to the computer after <laughs> the statement was made. On December 2nd, 2020, Israel's new paper published an interview with Ham Esht, former head of Israel's Defense Ministry's Space Directorate, about the new book he wrote, um, The Universe Beyond the Horizon, conversations with Professor Ham Esht. A few days later, translated excerpts of his of this interview started going viral as they supposedly captured Esht making a few unbelievable claims. For example, these translated quotes, remember I said they were translated? Like, how do we even know that we're translating them correctly? I don't even communicate well with people that speak English with me. Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> the translated quotes show Esht claiming that humans had made contact with aliens, that a secret underground base exists on Mars, and that the Galactic Federation has signed an agreement with officials in the United States. The Jerusalem Post reported, speaking in an interview, Esht, who serves as the head of Israel's space security program for nearly 30 years and is three-time recipient of the Israel Security Award, explained that Israel and the U.S. have both been dealing with aliens for years. And this by no means refers to immigrants. <laughs> See? 
We're not ready for aliens. Most of us couldn't handle that. If you, in a Snopes article, have to say, we're talking about aliens, but we're not talking about immigrants. I don't think we can handle actual space aliens. Um, as just clarifying the existence of Galactic Federation. The 87-year-old former space security chief gave further descriptions about exactly what sort of agreements have been made between the aliens and the U.S., which ostensibly has been made because they wish to research and understand the fabric of the universe. The cooperation includes a secret underground base on Mars where there are American and alien representatives. Here's one quote translated via Google that was posted to Yidiot Aronet's Facebook page. The UFOs have asked not to publish that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet. Trump was on the verge of finding out, but that the aliens in the Galactic Federation say, wait, let the winds calm down first, which the winds don't calm down, guys. Uh, you come out of that birth canal and the winds keep a freaking blowing until they blow you over and you become one with the earth only to come back and do it all over again and go through the same trial and friggin' tribulations. They do not want mass hysteria to develop in us. They want to make us sane first and understand. They want to make us sane first. I need to know their definition of sane. I guess I'm out. Like, I guess you actually, you know what? I think the most insane people are the ones that would handle this the best. Yeah, obviously. Like, whatever. They have waited until today for humanity to evolve and reach a stage where we will generally understand what space and spaceships are. This quote should be taken with a hefty dose of salt. For starters, these comments come from a promotional interview for a new book. As I said, we don't know what the goal is. The point is the guy sounds like he doesn't have any reason to lie. It's an interview for for his new book called The Universe Beyond the Horizon, Conversations with Professor Haim Esht. Uh, while that doesn't mean on its own that these claims are false, it may indicate that book sales, not uncovering the truth, were the driving force behind these comments. Nick Pope, who used to investigate UFOs for the Br British Ministry of Defense, told NBC News, either this is some sort of practical joke or publicity stunt to help sell his book. Or maybe you're not special enough to know Nick Pope. Either some sort of practical joke or publicity stunt to help sell his book, perhaps with something having been lost in translation, or someone is in the know and they're breaking ranks. Is he trying to say they're, he's bringing stuff down? Like, I don't, I don't really know what that means. Um, it should also be noted that these claims do not have the support of the scientific community. Okay, but it also doesn't have them denying it either. <laughs> Which is important in an information world. Listen, this is why I don't put out my, um, my opinions, because I know my opinions are wrong and you should too. Uh, the only opinion should be learning. There is nothing that's like, this is the way it is. Let me give you an example. We can't ethically say that smoking kills. And here's why. You cannot ethically test people for it. You technically can't say smoking causes cancer as a fact, even though you and I all know it's, it probably freaking causes cancer and does really bad things to your body. But because we cannot actually take a group of people and have them not smoke and take another group and have them smoke every day for the rest of their lives and see if they freaking die. So to me, it's really, it's really interesting that they're not denying it either. They're not supporting it, but they do not deny it. It should be noted that these claims do not have the support of the scientific community. As of this writing, reports about the base where humans and aliens commingle beneath the Martian surface, that aliens have been in contact with the Trump administration, or that humanity signed some sort of contract with the Galactic Federation have not been confirmed by any credible space agency. NASA released a statement after these claims went viral, writing that the search for alien life is still going on. I don't mean to be a downer, but I just feel like NASA would be 
the people that are paid by the government to pretend like everything is normal. Nassau states that one of Nassau's key goals is the search for life in the universe, although we have yet to find signs of extraterrestrial life. Nassau is exploring the solar system and beyond to help us answer fundamental questions, including whether we are alone in the universe. From studying water on Mars, probing promising ocean worlds such as, wow, what's that word? Enceladus and Europa, to looking for biosignatures in the atmosphere of planets out Inside our solar system, NASA science missions are working together with a goal to find unmistakable signs of life beyond Earth. This whole statement is the most leader of a cult <laughs> type of thing I've ever heard. They don't really say much. It's like what you go to school for marketing to learn to say to calm people down in with your PR agency. <laughs> we just need you to know that you can be calm, and NASA's working to find these things. All right, so that was Snopes. So now here's a little segment that I'm gonna call my own personal questions and beliefs. I like hearing everything from, you know, the absolute logical to the absolutely not logical because there've been totally things in the world that people were like, like there was a time we believed the world was flat, and anyone who said it wasn't was considered crazy. It's insane to me that people still come at you when you want to talk about something like this. And they're like, you're crazy. And it's like, you have guts to absolutely deny this. You have guts to absolutely support something like this. And you have guts to absolutely deny it. I am always in the gray area. I'm always like ready to learn about it. Doesn't matter if you give me the absolute or not. Like I'm, I, I'm excited to learn about it. Get excited about learning about it, not posting about it on Facebook with your opinions. I think humans are probably the real aliens. They're probably the real ones and we're the aliens. Like what other species has DNA that literally goes, hey, the skull doesn't fit through the birth canal. Like what, what do we do about this? And you know, just what do we do? And then all of a sudden it goes, I know, let's make the skull like different Lego pieces that like smash together when it comes out of the birth canal and then quickly corrects itself after birth. Like that is some alien MFN shit right there. They probably just are in a factory somewhere up in space, like producing more alien, producing more machines. And we're just down here doing the craziest stuff with our DNA and, and with evolution. Like, I mean, some of you might correct me and find another species that does that. And if you do, please enlighten me. Please tell me if there is another species out there that crushes its skull just to be born. Another one of my crazy theories is that we were already on Mars and killed it and then began a new project slash experiment on Earth. So what, do we just keep going back and forth? Like maybe that's it. <laughs> we screwed up Mars, let's go to a different one. Oh, we screwed up this one, let's go to a different one. <laughs> I mean, Mars could totally be the grandparent of Earth, no? Like we're already about to go back. <laughs> We miss our grandparents. Also, I have this weird theory about like experience and consciousness. Like I wouldn't say it's about everything, but um, I don't know if you guys know Newton's pendulum. So it's that thing that you see in, in, in some movies and sometimes in, in in intelligent people's freaking desks or whatever, where it's a bunch of balls. I believe it's like five or six. And when you take one from one side and lift it up and, sm and let it drop, it doesn't touch any of the middle balls, but the other one on the opposite end goes out. I have this crazy theory where that is what existence is. It's like a pendulum, right? So the sun is like our black hole 
we already know the earth is spinning towards the sun at an accelerated rate and one day it's just gonna go right through it. Like we already know that. If you don't, that's cool. But science already does. I think the pendulum, we swing through it like those balls, right? <laughs> those balls, I don't think this. Like this is just like, I like coming up with, well maybe this, well maybe that, well maybe this. And hopefully one day I get to test them and that would be freaking cool. I can't right now, but I do still enjoy speculating. I feel like this, it's like all the planets are aligned and someone took the last one and it's sort of pushing all of those balls through the hole and it comes out the other end and everything starts all over again until it smashes through the sun again. Does that make sense? Or am I on drugs? I promise you I'm not on drugs. I am more weird sober. I'm pretty sure there is some um, cross wirings in my brain, but I'm completely okay with that because I come up with fun theories. Like I just think we go back and forth and come back. Like that's honestly my biggest fear. I am almost jealous of people who are um, atheists. To be like, when you die, nothing happens, sounds so relaxing. Like I hope so. <laughs> Because my concern is we're here and we're the beings of this existence and we're always here. And when you die, you just come back. Like, I don't want that. I don't want to keep fighting these fights. I don't want to keep doing this. I want to just sleep, man. I'm agnostic. I don't know. I'm in that gray area. I wish I could be atheist. I wish in my heart. I'm really jealous of people that are like, yeah, when you die, nothing happens. I'm like, I hate when I'm having a bad day and someone does something actually rude to me. And I have to sit there and remind myself like, Chelsea, don't be ignorant. Don't, you don't need to say anything. This person is just stupid. Let it go. Don't say anything because then you bring yourself down to their level and you don't know what the next life holds. Like I really truly believe that karma is something like, for an example that everyone would understand, I really believe that all of the geniuses of our past that have died have already come back, but they've come back as women in countries that oppress them. And they already have the knowledge from the last life and they could have built on it in this life, saved all of our, Everyone, probably Einstein has been rebirthed as a woman, already has the cure to cancer in his mind, but we are oppressing that child. This is just a crazy theory. Don't be like, Chelsea's crazy, she's out to lunch. I just like thinking about life this way because I think that that's what karma is. I don't think it really necessarily has to happen right in front of you or right to you. It's you fight for, you know, education being a privilege instead of a right. And then five generations later, your child, your great, great, great grandchild is born and can't do anything in their life because of the stuff that you did in yours. That is what I think karma is. But how did I pop off on this whole karma thing? And how did I let this podcast episode go this freaking long? But I did actual like full on research for this. So I was like, I'm gonna allow it to be as long as it needs to be because I put in a full day's worth of reading. So enjoy. Thank you. As I said, I've already gone over my time, so I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go on about your day and do real things. I apologize for taking up so much of your time. I'm totally kidding. I hope you loved listening to this as much as I loved looking into it and recording it. And if you're listening, thank you so much. You are friggin' awesome. Thank you for paying attention. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. And I really hope that it made you laugh. Like above all, I'm here to make people laugh. 
laugh. I want to take your mind off of any kind of stress. Unless aliens are your stress, then I caused you <laughs> some stress and I apologize. Reach out to me and we can have a conversation about how badly my dog snores at night and, and I hope that will calm you down and I'll send you a video of that and that'll you know bring you back down to your safe space. Thank you so much for paying attention. My name is Chelsea, this is Overzealous, and I will see you next time.